0: What's going on, everybody? Jason Gersenberger here, and thank you for joining us again on the Burn Podcast, Weight Loss Strategies for Busy Professionals. This is episode two. It is the first of a three-part miniseries, so to speak, of how I gained weight back at certain times in my life, what I did wrong, what I learned along the way, and how I how I fixed it. And the reason why I want to share these with you, most importantly, is to impress upon you that I am not some sort of superhuman uh, without any setbacks along the way. It was a tremendous uh, change that my body and my mind had to go through, and it was a, a a real story of emotional growth that I had to achieve to actually succeed long-term. Unfortunately, 85 to 90% of people who lose weight gain it back, and I think that's also partially to blame on the weight loss industry because they vilify anybody who retreats for even a second and has even the smallest setback. They call you a yo-yo dieter. Everybody has setbacks and everybody gains weight at certain times in their life. Everybody, Uh, whether you're Michael Jordan, uh, whether you're a supermodel, whether you're me, whether you're anybody, uh, it doesn't matter who you are. We all have had struggles with weight loss and weight gain, and we will in the future. So I want you to understand that this is just part of life, and hopefully it'll make you feel a little bit better about your particular lot in life right now, and the fact that you still can fix it as long as you don't give up. And that's what's most important, is you learn from your mistakes, and you get back in the ring. So if you remember from the first episode, I had just lost 200 pounds. I'm feeling great, Uh, and now I moved to Florida, St. Petersburg, Florida, to take a job, as a financial advisor. I started out, I got my insurance license in 2005, and then uh, from there in 2006, I got my Series 7. So I just lost all this weight, I was feeling great, but I didn't really have a plan. Like I, I don't think I weighed in more than once every two or three months. So I didn't have consistent accountability. I was living in a new area. I uh, just finished school, moved to Florida all by myself. I had no support structure. I had a completely new identity. And uh, I don't think I even first started going to the gym until about 30 days after I got there. So I had fallen out of sorts with my routine uh, tremendously. And that happens from time to time in life, especially when you go through life changes like uh, uh, a divorce or a new child is born or kids move out of your house or you move to a different area, you take a new job. Like, this stuff happens. But you've got to be mindful of it, and you've got to figure out a way to succeed in the face of that adversity, because we're all going to have that adversity at different times in our life. So I was getting a lot of bad advice, and I was my, my core beliefs weren't entirely formed at the time. I had slowly started to slip, you know, 200 turned to 220, 220 went back to 240, and then I was just kind of in this free fall, it felt like, where I was just... I was out of sorts. I I didn't have a routine. Um, My job was in sales, like I said. So I made my own hours. I made money entirely on commission, and I had zero structure. So not only was I in a new environment, I was living on my own for the first time in my life, and uh, I was making my own decisions for the first time in my life. I had just turned 21 also. So on the weekends, I was going out to bars because it was new. It was exciting. So there's a lot of beer. That's a lot of calories. Junk food usually accompanies beer. More calories the next day. You're not feeling so hot, so you don't go work out. What do you do? More calories. So my weekends were really um, starting to hurt me and set me back a lot more than the good I was doing during the week. So during the week, I was still trying to eat right. I was being mindful. Uh, You know, I'd go on appointments and I'd I'd set sales calls, and I would I would eat health food. But then on the weekend, my life was a total train wreck. I was eating whatever I want. I would drink at night with my friends that I made down there. And, uh, you know, over the course of four years, I had slowly drifted all the way back up to like 350 some odd pounds. So things went bad quickly. You know, I'd spent all this time working to get myself the life I want with the body I wanted. And it seemed like overnight it just evaporated. Now, it wasn't overnight. It was a series, a long series of consecutive mistakes that I was making, but I just wasn't aware of what I was doing wrong, and I didn't know how to fix it. So I blew it. You know, I, I finally, again, I became so upset with the fact that I was almost back to the exact same size I was when I started this process five years ago. I was devastated. I remember back in 2004 when I started out, and and I was like, you know, I got to do this and now it's 2009 and I did it and then I fucking blew it so on top of having to face the fact that I have only myself to blame for my failures on top of the fact that I am no longer in shape I am back to morbidly obese I had to figure out how to get out of this and the only thing I could do was pack up my entire life I remember I called my mom and I told her, you know, this didn't work. I I failed. And that was a tough phone call. I was I was embarrassed. I was really, really embarrassed to say, I couldn't handle it. And yeah, you know, the sales side of it, I could handle that. And if maybe I didn't have the sales job, maybe I could handle the fitness. But all of it together, I just wasn't there mentally to handle all of those things at once. It's like juggling. I just couldn't I couldn't keep all of the balls or bowling pins in the air at the same time. So I felt like in my mind that I tucked my tail between my legs and I moved back to New York. And I moved back to New York knowing that I needed structure and I didn't want the unstable life that I had created for myself anymore. And luckily, I found that structure with a job on the railroad. Interestingly, the job on the railroad provided me with a lot of structure, but there were still some areas that that job created a lot of instability, especially with scheduling, because I was on call 24 hours a day. And when the phone rang, I had to go to work. So I had to learn how to do it now on the go. I had to learn how to do it with a two hour notice as to where the next two days of my life were going to take me when I would be called to go out on the road. And then I had to learn how to prep meals that I could take with me that didn't need to be reheated, that could stay cold, that wouldn't spoil. And uh, these were a whole new set of obstacles. But first and foremost, I had to stabilize my life. I had to get control of my life. And I was lucky, I was extremely fortunate to be able to do that with the job on the railroad. So now my professional life was stabilized. I was okay professionally. That provided me with a tremendous amount of mental peace because now I'm in my mid-20s. I'm in my mid-20s and I'm on my second career, which is fine. I mean, this is just part of life. But just imagine you're an aggressive mid-20-year-old who's trying to set out to make their place in the world, and now you've already had one colossal failure. Your physical health is out of control. Your friends are all moving on with their lives, whether it's professionally or in relationships, and you're just spinning your tires stuck in the mud. So it just felt at the time, you know, 10 years ago, it felt like a tremendous burden a tremendous amount of pressure to get it right this time so what I had to do was create structure for myself to operate within the chaos of the railroad and within the chaos of being on call 24 hours a day and I had to get ultra disciplined which was exactly what was missing from my program all along so once I moved home and got a different job it was absolutely structured but I was on call Uh, I talked to my dad again, and he was happy to help me prep my meals so I could take them with me on the go. So I was on the go six days a week, I was on the road six days a week, I was home three nights a week, I was in a hotel four nights a week, and he had helped me prep my meals, he had helped me cook food in bulk form, whether it's chicken, whatever. I would take ice packs with me, bring it with me. I would eat it cold. I would bring a lot of protein bars. I would bring a lot of protein powder. Whatever I had to do, I was willing to do it. So my father helped solidify that stability. And and by having him help me, it made my life easier. And, And I'm pointing that out to you because if you have somebody in your family who might not have all the time in the day to do these things, but they might have 10 extra minutes than you do, If they can help you, if they can help you prep or if they can help you in any area that's going to offload a little bit of burden so you can now focus on what you need to do, on what you can do to help yourself, I say enlist all the help you can, whether it's from your kids, whether it's from your spouse, partner, friends, family, doesn't matter try and find help, because people love helping, especially when it comes to something like your own health. There are people in your life who want to see you thrive. They will help you in any capacity they can if you tell them how you need their help and how you will use that time or that effort or whatever that assistance is to your benefit. And you will be amazed at how many people in your life love you and want to see you succeed, and want to see you operate at your highest level. So I encourage you to find people who can help you with tasks that you're coming up short in, or that you can't find the time or discipline to do yourself. Make it as easy as you can. So, again, now, part two, I set a 10 pound goal every single month, I had to get back down to 200 pounds, I knew I had a hell of a fight ahead of me, but I had a lot of good going my way. I had a lot of goodwill at my back. I had restabilized my life very quickly. I had found a great job um, that had a lot of long-term prospects, and I knew that uh, this was all something I could sink my teeth into now and have a better outcome of success as long as I learned from my past mistakes and I took a different approach. So... I brought food with me on my trips, like I said. I started focusing at the gym on doing 30 minutes of cardio and 30 minutes of weight training, one hour in the gym every day. Uh, I started weighing in every single day. I was no longer weighing in occasionally, once a month, when I felt like it, when I wasn't scared of what the scale said. I started weighing in every single day. I started setting goals every day, monthly goals, and long-term goals that I was using to stay focused on the task. And like I said, I always tackled my weight loss in 10-pound increments. So if I was 350, I was excited to get below 350, and then I was looking just to get out of the 340s, and then the 330s, then the 320s, 310, and then below 300. Now that chapter's done. Now I want to get below 290, and so on. So I made it small, small reasonably sized goals that definitely took time, that definitely took effort, but I chunked that down so I didn't feel so overwhelmed about the tremendous task at hand, which was at the time losing 153 pounds. Otherwise you panic, you don't do anything. So I started getting very intentional about my goal setting. I started visualizing my success. I started seeing myself back at my old weight. I started thinking about how I was going to feel. I started thinking about the clothes I was going to buy. I really, really started to take psychological ownership of who I needed to become if I wanted to succeed because I knew it was more about diet and exercise. It had become ultra clear to me that losing weight is a mental game, much more than a physical. So I became fascinated with everything I had learned professionally in sales and how I had seen success transcend the professional world and how I could take those same things I learned while I was failing at fitness and tie them into fitness. I'm I'm a huge believer in learning from your mistakes and looking back retroactively at what you did wrong to see how you can do better going forward. So the psychological side of it became a much larger component. And then I wanted to, I set goals, I set physical goals too as far as my fitness was. I didn't want to lift weights and do circuit training anymore. I wanted to do bodyweight exercises. I wanted to focus on push-ups. I wanted to focus on pull-ups. I wanted to get below 200 pounds and stay there. And eventually I did. Eventually I got below 200 pounds. I was doing 300 push-ups a day, a few hundred sit-ups. I was doing a half hour of cardio at a high intensity. I was doing about 100 to 150 pull-ups every day. You know, I was rocking and rolling. I had six-pack abs. I was exactly who I wanted to be. I had achieved what I wanted. And I had taken the knowledge that I learned along the way of losing 200 pounds, then losing 150 pounds and how I had to fight back, taking everything I learned in my personal training certification and coming up with my own program, which I thought was truly the best of both worlds, the best of the scientific and the best of what works in real life. Because as we know, just because you write a plan out on paper and it looks great, doesn't always translate over to real life. Like Mike Tyson said a long time ago, everyone has a plan until you get punched in the face. And that's exactly the stress test your weight loss plan has to undergo to see if it can stand up to the stresses of life, to see if it can actually hold up in real life practice. Because you can have the best plan in the world, but can you keep moving forward after you get punched in the face? And this is where I created my fully automated weight loss system That I called the blueprint for lasting weight loss. And I finally tied it all together and realized again how important the mental portion was to losing weight, how important staying focused was, and how important it was, and and how it was really just as important as the diet and exercise. And with all three under control the mental, the physical, and the nutrition I was fully in control of my future again, and it felt great. Now, like I said, this is a three-part series of how I gained weight at different times in my life and almost blew it. The next two episodes are about times when I had to face adversity again and I didn't handle it all that well and what I learned along the way. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about two major physical injuries that almost cost me all of my weight loss success and how I fought back yet again. If you like this podcast, please consider subscribing and going on iTunes and leaving a five-star review. Also, feel free to contact me at jason at jasonfit.com or on Instagram at weightlosscoachj. Thanks so much.